welcome back to another episode of... Kiefer. I barely knew her. The podcast where we watch a movie, and then we get really high, and we just kind of try to dive into that story and that world and, and see what else we can find. You know, realizations and whatnot. Yeah. As always, we're joined by my lovely bee. Oh, hey, man. And my wonderful husband, Chris. How's it going? And uh, tonight we have watched... 1987. 1987s. Yeah. 1987s. <laughs> yes. The Predator. Oh, yeah. No, no. Is it just Predator? It's just Predator. The Predator is Shane Blacksmith. This is just, just Predator. It was going to be that. Anyway. <laughs>
to distract them where they can't really hear the storm as well. We used to put this on all the time. Yeah, all, like almost every day. <laughs> almost every day. Although Dark Man is better. Dark Man is way better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Way more explosions. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, <laughs> now that we're going to talk about the movie, why didn't you tell me where it took you? I was going to say, uh, I have a very interesting introduction to Predator. Yeah? So, when I was growing up, it was on TV mm-hmm. every now and again. So, it was essentially set up for basic, like, basic oh, yeah. television. Yeah. Not even basic cable. Missing all the good parts. Just, yeah, super censored. Yeah. Predator just comes out and punches somebody, and then <laughs> then, then they frown. It's like a quick cut, <laughs> and someone's like, oh, no. <laughs> Lots of screaming from off camera. And some really desynchronized dubs ah. and uh, things along those lines. <laughs> Mother truckers. <laughs> but there was this kid in my neighborhood who was actually a little bit younger than me, and he got to watch it. Ooh. And that's all he talked about. All he talked about was, was how this cool movie it was. And how cool it was and how crazy Predator is and everything that Predator does is insane. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I didn't get to see it. And then my first introduction to Predator was Predator 2. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's just a whole lot of Danny Glover sweating. Yeah. On everything. <laughs> Gary Busey teeth everywhere. Oh, man. That was my first Predator. So. I'm sorry. Not only did I go years not actually being able to see it and only hearing how amazing it was, the first one I got to see was Predator 2 Censored. <laughs> oh, even Censored? Yes. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that's so much worse. It's Predator 2. There's a lot of nudity and, and there's sex and stuff. Like, I remember the sex from Predator 2. That stuck with me. Jeez. Yeah. I must have blocked it out because I don't remember any of it. Well, you saw it censored. Of course That's you wouldn't true. see it. It was fairly graphic. Well, I mean, even just, oh, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. There just it is. Just hit you. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> but the... Uh, The story, I kind of came to a realization that uh, Predator is just a geared out little bitch (laughs) who's running around in a noob zone Mm -hmm. ganking noobs. Yep. That's, uh, and he's a rogue, you know? It's even worse. He's just stealth everywhere, backstabbing people with his shoulder cannon. (laughs) The parrot can't. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> and his uh, wrist blade. <laughs> yeah. You know. Double wrist blade. He wants to be like Wolverine. It's so bad. Mm. Or uh, Weapon 32. <laughs> he stopped over at another planet. There were a bunch of Wolverines there. So many Wolverines. <laughs> like, the it's weird shit how that happened. But... <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it's just, he's running into these areas where there are people mm-hmm. who are armed. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they have any training. <laughs> so he's just this geared out dude running around backstabbing mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And uh, how are you proving anything? 
you know? <laughs> and, I mean, I guess if you... <laughs> it's big game hunting for aliens. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, you catch Aww. them off guard. You've got way better, <laughs> way better weapons. And then you take trophies, you know? Yeah. He's just a, uh, a big yeah. game hunter. They're outmatched, and that's <laughs> nothing they can do about it. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying cool, to find man. something. And then it's like, Dick. it's a parallel of people. What? <laughs> you know, it's just a bunch of idiots who go out and kill something that didn't really have oh, a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then take a trophy home and be like, you see what I did? <laughs> hey, look at this dead thing on my wall. Exactly. I, I took its life. It didn't know I was there. <laughs> But it was real dangerous, you know? Um, I think you're right, but I think it may be a little more like a, a video game kind of thing. I think I see it more from that angle. Yeah? It's like some, like, 12, maybe 8-year-old out there, you know, dropping the N-word. and Jesus <laughs> over the, uh, yeah. the headset. Yeah. Jesus. Being a total monster. <laughs> I could definitely see that. But for whatever reason, he's been playing video games since he was toddler. So his <laughs> reflexes and things like that have just been honed. No, he just, he used his mom's credit card. Oh, so it's he a pay-to-win game. Yes. Okay. Of okay. course it's a pay-to-win game. That makes sense. See, I always... I didn't say it was a skill-based game. <laughs> <laughs> I always... <laughs> I always saw the Predator as a, a situation which was a rite of passage. Like something a like hunter that, or something. you had to go and kill a bear or a cougar or something like that. I don't know. So anyways, I'm going... just going to leave it to just a rite of passage. And uh, I think it's more of trophy hunting now. Just, you know, I mean, I understand it's always been trophy hunting. But I thought that it had a meaning of like a rite of passage to become a warrior for the rights of aliens. So his rite of passage involves killing animals of all scale and size and um, threat level. Because he had skulls on his belt that you identified <laughs> as possibly a, a turtle, a squirrel. And a gar, uh, an alligator gar. Yeah. Those are just hanging on his belt. Like, do you think that the alligator gar was looking at him funny? <laughs> Why would what, that it, about? And they have very menacing teeth, the gar do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I could see him. I think the best, <laughs> like the best way to explain this, would be the movie Prey. I was, that was just on Hulu. thinking about that. And he he came through and they was he looked perfectly. at something and was like, "I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you better defend yourself." <laughs> And then he does it, and he says, that was too easy. What else is here? And then he runs around and starts beating the shit out of other stuff until he finds something that beats the shit out of him. Actually, what he did was he was watching hunters. Oh, you're right. And all the hunters. <laughs> yeah. Anything that was hunting something, he ate what was hunting something. Or That's... he didn't know it upside down. He didn't eat it. He just killed, he killed it. it. Yeah. yeah. Anything that was hunting something mm -hmm. was getting killed by him. Yeah. Like, he was the only hunter allowed. <laughs> oh, you all. kill things? I kill things. <laughs> That's my job. Who's stronger? <laughs> you know? So insecure. 
<laughs> is that what it is? I mean, oh my gosh. why else does, does that he explain have to... trophy hunters what? just for big game? Okay, so if we're gonna say that he was, if, if we're gonna acknowledge that he was killing and taking trophies of hunters, why does he have a turtle head, <laughs> like a turtle skull? An alligator snapping turtle kills things. <laughs> a and a squirrel. I mean, they're getting pretty wild out there, dude. <laughs> We've got squirrels missing tails. We've already had conversations and given a squirrel the name uh, Donner. Yeah. Because Donner. Uh, he came Half out of winter Donner. this year a lot bigger than he went into it. He he came out so fat that there's no way he didn't eat every other squirrel in that tree. <laughs> That's how fat he came down that tree this spring. It did not seem possible. So we named him Donner. He's either really good at collecting stuff or he's really good at collecting <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was a wink wink in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to. I forgot it's to radio, dear. <laughs> this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. It was supposed to be a rite of passage. Yeah. It's turned into trophy hunting. <laughs> which also explains... How he can be such a shitty fighter, considering the fact that he brought alien tech and lost to improvised weapons. <laughs> uh, I do want to add to that. Yeah. Part of the tech that he brought was specifically designed to make trophies. <laughs> it was designed to clean skulls. Yep. Yeah, it was. He couldn't throw them in a bag. Whatever, till he could get back to the ship. No? No. It attracts flies. <laughs> That's how you get flies. And the predator dude. doesn't hunt flies. He does not. <laughs> they do not. I don't know how they identify. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think people will be the, will, will argue. Yeah. Well, Chris... <laughs> Predator dropped all his weapons at the end <laughs> and just slowly beat the shit out of Arnold and and he fucked up. Yeah. And then Arnold used a trap that was preset. Mm -hmm. uh, so some could consider it the fact that, that because he dropped his weapons, Arnold should have not used the trap. Oh. And I argue. Oh, yeah. Uh, we find out that predators are genetically engineered to be like strong and bigger and they're constantly taking dna from other things to make themselves better and uh arnold doesn't have that well he brought I, alien uh, tech hold on and lost hold on improvised a weapons um i don't think we could say arnold didn't have any help <laughs> he did <laughs> Get, have two weeks the strength that no i mean <laughs> Yeah. We cannot speculate on we that. We cannot we, confirm or deny, but... We can't uh, argue. We can't say that... He, I don't think that it would be fair to say that he went into that fight uh, totally disadvantaged. He also had two weeks prep time. Yes, that's very important. Two weeks prep time. That is our, our scale, and it is actually pulled from Predator. <laughs> this is our example. 
Um, I appreciate that he's a strong soldier, but fuck you, that takes two weeks to get all those traps set by yourself, pulling all that shit with your own muscles. And also finding and making certain that the ropes, a.k.a. the vines, (laughs) just the mass amount of vines that he located within the jungle and somehow formed very flexible and strong ropes. And I understand (laughs) that vines can be fairly strong. Oh, for sure. But I'm pretty certain that that tree stump was heavy AF. Yeah. And, uh... And you there need was a lot some of, rest between these things. There was a lot of friction that was happening yes. there on that mm. that vine. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what the tensile strength of vine is. <laughs> but I doubt that it's, you know, over 800 pounds yeah. on a small surface slowly being dragged along something. I think it would take at least two weeks to make sure that you had the right amount of vines (laughs) and that the tensile strength of those vines was enough to hoist your traps. I would concur. Because you, if you're going to use your muscles like that, you gotta rest them. You do. So you're telling me he he (laughs) just took four hours, right? Right, right? four hours. And he carved spikes and was able to hide Mm. them. And had the vines small enough and strong enough to be tied down. (laughs) Just saying. Assessed the whole area, found the best ways to create traps, uh, moving from one to another. That's also a really good point. Mm -hmm. He was able to memorize everywhere that he needed to go. Mm -hmm. Probably had to take into consideration contingencies Mm -hmm. in case he had to evade something. Yeah, he had a plan. He totally did. Mm. And you know... And you know how long a plan takes? About two weeks. (laughs) And this isn't even getting into the two weeks they needed to prep the first time after Blaine's death. Right. They said that they yeah. had uh, trip wires mm-hmm. all over the place. Really? Uh, just everywhere. You? Just everywhere. Just them setting all those in a 50-yard radius. Mm-hmm. Considering, you know, 50-yard <laughs> radius, 100-yard <laughs> diameter. And then what's the circumference of that? Yeah. Some three... <laughs> Hundred and something. I don't know. It can be handled Math. in a tight twenty, you know. Tight twenty, You're, absolutely. Yeah. You also need to you know. take into consideration the five minute breaks. You also need to take into consideration that Mac was in a world of hurt. Absolutely. He uh as Blaine said, if you lose it out here, you're in a world of hurt. Mac lost it out there. He totally lost he it. He was out in a there. world of hurt. So he may have been manically working on this. Totally cutting corners. <laughs> You know how many of those traps could have been triggered just I mean, because they were not set properly? How do we know he didn't tie one to a tree and then just run around a bunch of other trees because he <laughs> wanted to get it done quickly? He needed to get back to Morn. He needed to get back to give Blaine his flask for no reason. Right. Because you know what? Now, now that's Predator's trophy too, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm upset about this. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. Yeah. I think that kind of falls in, in a situation mm-hmm. along the, uh, are you risking your life or throwing mm. it away? You know, yeah, are you, point. Why what? are you throwing away your flask, dude? Right now, don't dude. you kind of need your flask? I think you need it now more than ever. <laughs> At least. You definitely need it more than Blaine does. Yeah, yeah. Blaine needs it like he needs a hole in the chest. <laughs>
far too soon. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. So so <laughs> we've gotten a little off the track from where we started. Just a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> um, so people would argue that he shouldn't have used the trap, and then I was just saying that uh, you know, predator is genetically engineered. That's what. And yeah. it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to also kind of point out. I thought it was interesting that Arnold's character Dutch, mm-hmm. where he decided to wait for Predator, was mm-hmm. exactly where Predator decided to scan the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wondering if that was kind of a nod to the evenness. Of the fight. Oh, how well matched they are. Yeah. Mm. That's a much better way of saying it than evenness. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yours is good too. Okay. (laughs) Don't lie to me. (laughs) I never do. on my face. Just don't don't tell me it's raining. You know? Okay, Poppy. No. (laughs) Uh... But yeah, I thought that was an interesting situation to kind of consider if that was something the uh, directors were thinking about. Maybe if that they was took that, it into consideration there? Yeah, maybe Shane Black was pointed out, you know, what yeah. would be really interesting would be, and yes. uh, the director went with it. I think uh, that's entirely possible. Let's give Shane Black all the credit we can. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call because I have another thing I wanted to talk about regarding oh, oh Shane my God, Black. That's right. uh, so in the movie, there are two jokes that Shane Black... Hawkins. A.K.A. Hawkins. <laughs> tells in the movie. Yeah. And uh, both of them uh, are in reference to the size of his girlfriend's genitalia. <laughs> And so I ask, is this him writing a character that is blaming his small penis on the women he dates? (laughs) I don't have a small dick. You have a big pussy. (laughs) Um, I guess if you want to say he's writing a character that way, I'll accept that. I think he's very, very funny and definitely capable of that kind of nuance. Uh, (laughs) I'm not a fan. You're a fan. (laughs) What are your favorite movies, P? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Uh, Last Boy Scout, Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, (laughs) Nice Guys is great. Oh, man. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Anyway. Moving forward, uh, I I'm a big fan of Shane Black, and uh, if you you don't know who he is, he's a he's a great hilarious writer. He wrote the Lethal Weapon uh, movie, at least the first couple. He created the characters. <clears throat> yes, and he did Iron Man three. Uh, so he plays the character of Hawkins, and something kind of interesting is that the producer, uh, I think Joel Silver, and the director John McTiernan both wanted to cast him for this movie so that they could have him on hand to help with the script during shooting. Like they Did wanted he get paid his help. For both? I can't say. I'm I'm not sure. That would be amazing. Could you imagine double dipping like a, that? 
He was a very well-paid Hollywood writer. Yes. He wrote That's... some really well-performing Hollywood blockbusters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> he actually quit for a while because he got overpaid uh, for something and was shunned by the industry. Wow. By, by his peers. That sucks. It seems like a common story, though. You do so yeah. good that... Uh... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he just he's, builds he's a lot of haters. Doing more now. He did The Predator. That was so great. So cool. Such a good movie. So funny. I love his jokes in the movie. And so that's what what brings us here today is to talk about his jokes. Um, I will say that in his movies, he usually does yo mama jokes, Very that much. kind of thing. Yes. Um, for example. <laughs> Uh, if uh, your mom were a video game, she'd be rated E for everybody, <laughs> is said in The Predator, which is great. Um, it's the difference between... <laughs> Never mind, look oh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one, though. That one is great. <laughs> so I think I will say that, yeah, maybe he wanted to write a character like that. <laughs> But it, it's a different brand of joke that he normally tells. So I don't know if he was playing around. I'm I'm going to give him every option out on this one. I just thought of something <laughs> really funny is it's kind of a situation of an opposite Adam Sandler written character. What do you mean? I feel every time Adam Sandler writes a character for himself, they're always portrayed as having a huge dick. <laughs> oh, they're always portrayed as women loving them too. Just yeah, think finding them objectively attra- attractive. And uh, Shane Black wrote himself as a guy telling jokes <laughs> that could lead one to ask the question: Is ah. he blaming a small penis on the girls he dates? So it's an opposite. Interesting. Womp womp. <laughs> But this movie came out long before Adam Sandler was popular. Yeah, he he was not popular yet. In 87, I, no. don't, I don't think but so. But Shane Black did wear glasses. That was part of the character. They wanted him to look as nerdy as possible. <laughs> but he so, caught that one thing that got thrown at him without looking. That's how, yeah. Let's show them how tough they are without telling them how tough they are. Exactly. That is exactly what that is. Like, hey, I I threw a thing and you weren't looking, but you caught it. Without even trying. This guy's got the stuff. He's got it. (laughs) So I think that actually does match. If if they wanted a nerdy character, he built them an insecure nerdy character. (laughs) With a joke. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. I'll take it there. The jokes he made solidified the character he created. But can you believe... No, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say. But I totally understand why they want to make Billy laugh all the time. He has the best laugh. The absolute best. Such a big, hearty laugh. That's why Hawkins is constantly trying to make him laugh. (laughs) That's the best payoff. Absolutely. Not only is Billy a hard ass who ain't afraid of no man. <laughs> He's got the best laugh you've ever heard in your life. He ain't scared of no man. Yeah, he ain't. He ain't scared of no man. <laughs> Sorry, um, Pancho. Is, is, 
poncho. I know it's poncho. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Make fun of my Midwestern accent. Poncho. <laughs> Even the predator loves Billy's laugh. He records Billy's laugh and plays it over and over again. And something I didn't quite notice but read in the trivia <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that Billy doesn't have a sixth sense for the predator. When he's walking away from the camp that they blew to shit, mm-hmm. uh, he had laughed and the predator was playing his laugh back and the predator tried to make the laugh himself. And that's what Billy heard. Oh, man. That's what, well, that's what the trivia says. And that's freaky. That would, yeah, that would like, put somebody like Billy in a really weird yeah. feeling. Movie, like, to understand what could be out there mm. and then to hear something trying to mimic your laugh. Isn't that terrifying? That is horrifying. <laughs> this is some Blair Witch shit. Oh, my God. Or, oh. you know, Annihilation Ugh. kind of a situation. Can you yes, imagine the, that? That the, fucking bear? Ugh, that Ugh. can scream the voices that he eats. <laughs> but, man, yeah, no, that would put <laughs> yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. in a freaked out situation. Yeah. Like a freaked out mindset. Mm-hmm. So when when Billy hears him do that laugh, yeah, they they're leaving and the predator goes down and he's looking around at the carnage. Yeah. That they left. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I didn't notice it. And even as an adult, for the most part, I didn't notice it until we watched it this time. And I think the only reason I noticed it is because we watched Prey not too long ago. Yeah. Um, He was assessing how tough they were. He had been in that jungle. He'd been killing shit for who knows mm-hmm. how long. This a is the second hunters, team. As we said. Yeah. This is the second team he's come across outside of the... The gorilla soldiers that are inside the jungle. Mm-hmm. And he's just kicking ass and taking skulls, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this group of six people come through mm-hmm. and clear out an entire camp of these guys. Yeah. And he's like, he says to himself, these trophies I've gathered mean nothing. <laughs> he knocks the squirrel off his belt. <laughs> exactly. And the turtle comes off in the alligator gar. <laughs> And he says to himself, it's time to get some real skulls and <laughs> spines. Yeah. I brought this cleaning kit for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to use it on the good shit. Yeah. And, uh, we got yeah. got a pretty big case at home. I need to fill it. <laughs> I got something to prove. Okay, mm-hmm. he's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Somebody said some shit back at yeah. home. I don't yeah. know. But he... <laughs> he's looking at this this destruction that they have wrought yeah. on this camp and uh yeah just well these are some real trophies i can get here well consider the fact that all the other hunters he's killed so far haven't done anywhere near th- this amount of damage right have not been this skilled at what they do he's seen them maybe pick off a few people here or there and then he took them out and they were real easy real easy and now he's seeing some <laughs> stiff competition. <laughs> some serious competition. Some real, real fighters. I'm, I'm sorry, not competition. They're, it's always prey. They're always prey <laughs> for the big game hunter. Yeah. So he has all of the things that he's killed so far in this jungle that he's been mm-hmm. in for who knows how long. Because we have to take into consideration well, the fact that Dutch had to be contacted and then brought in. Right, but it was it is within the year. 
It is within because the year, yes. Because that's what uh, she said. And this year it grows hot. That is very true. Yes. So it is this year. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. I, I guess I was. I should say. We don't know how many weeks he's been there. Or months or whatever. That's fair. I don't know if he has protein packs or bars. <laughs> did he's he walking have, around with a med kit attached he, to his leg. Did he have room for that with his polishing kit? <laughs> Skull polishing kit? Oh my god, that was very important. B. Yeah, it was. He needed it had to have that to go. piece. Considering the fact that he was sent down in a pod. Completely necessary, right? Yeah, so he's <laughs> limited storage for space. Them. Does that mean he has to signal them when he's got the good ones, or he has a time limit? <gasps> I think it's a time limit situation. Oh. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I guess how long was it from the time Predator One came out to Predator Two coming out? Because they reference Predator 1 multiple times in Predator 2. Yeah. So yeah. I would assume it was in a short period of time. It wasn't too far, too long. But we're off it track. It was early, yeah. Because he came down in a pod. Uh, no uh, food, so he's probably not going to stay too long. Unless, he's, the, unless the, the boar food, that Mac killed. <laughs> unless they know that the, uh, the protein and everything down on that planet is digestible for him. So he has to eat what he kills. Yes. All right, I accept that. <laughs> we don't see a whole lot of excess meat except for those three guys who yeah. he didn't take their skull and spines for some reason. Some reason right? they weren't good enough. He just field-dressed them. One of them he probably caught while going to the bathroom, and it just didn't seem like a trophy at all. <laughs> Snuck up on him at his <laughs> most vulnerable. Literally mid-shit. <laughs> I had to go wash off in the river. <laughs> I wasn't reflective in that spot for a while. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you just see walking shit through the <laughs> forest? I'm sorry. It was a jungle. Sure, jungle. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. Some, some of the leaves, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. It still sucked for them. There were... Snakes and leeches, and oh my God. it. They got sick because the hotel's water filtration system broke down, and they didn't tell them. What? And they almost all got sick. Jesus. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, crazy it was a trivia. Pretty miserable shoot. <laughs> pretty miserable. I wanted to talk a little bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Dutch. Yes. I feel like there was so much more written there for mm-hmm. that character than he was able to actually portray. <laughs> yes. And I'm not trying to shit on this guy. He built a oh, career I'm... on puns and muscles. Yeah. I I watched it. Yeah. I, I continue to. <laughs> <laughs> as often as we can in most cases. Absolutely. But there was listening to some of the lines mm-hmm. and really it should be easy to listen to the lines cuz there's about 17. <laughs> In the entire movie, it feels like. But some of the things that Dutch says, some of the things he says, if they had the right emotion attached to them, Mm. and a little less eye acting and a little more acting, acting kind of stuff. Yeah. um, Yeah, he... His character was, could have been way more developed. It was written for a, more of a thinking man. No offense. And honestly, I feel it was probably very difficult to try to act in a language that isn't your first language. That can't yeah. be easy. 
to I'm... remember to continue saying the lines in the right <laughs> language all the time. That would be hard. Um, I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I did want to come back to the, the point you made that Arnold acts with his eyes. <laughs> I think this is a very important point that needs to be noted for everybody. Uh, you can, well, I guess you can see it everywhere. <laughs> Anytime emotion is needed, <laughs> you see it Wide in his eyes. eyes. His eyes do it first. They widen, they narrow, they he leads with his eyes. It's an it's an interesting way to do it. Uh it's worked for him, I guess. Again. But something like that doesn't work as well for a character like this, who is the one who figures everything out, who figures out that predators hunting from the trees. He Oh my gosh, he, yeah. he talks about the wounds, he talks about yeah. how these things shouldn't have been able to happen. He's he's the... He explains how the scenario must have happened in mm-hmm. certain th- things. And it's just off the top of his head, just like, bam. Yeah. He says those things throughout the entire movie, you're so right. Yeah. Anytime there's a question to be answered, he's on it. He's already answered it. it is Looking no up, staring off into space, he's answered it, saying it out loud. This is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exact, exactly what it is. And so, depending yeah. Depending on the emotion, he's either squinting or oh, wide eyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not just Predator. That's every movie. That's yeah. That's all his movies. Yeah. It's, 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 it gets entertaining once you figure it out. you got to lean into it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> in those scenes now I only look at his eyes because I know oh, that's man. all that matters it is <laughs> but some of the lines some of the lines in this mm-hmm. movie that he says are this jaded just this guy who is <laughs> I am getting so sick and tired of being used by this government mm-hmm. there's so many times that he says different things that are just that sentiment but Arnold's smiling <laughs> Yeah, the, or the, the, uh, he's laughed a little bit as he said it, or he's done the wrong eye act. Yeah. Um, one example in the chopper, when he finds out that they have to move elsewhere to get extracted, he leans back and says, this is getting better by the minute. And instead of eye rolling, he smiles and nods like he's excited. That's, yeah. I don't think he, I don't think they gave him that note. Uh, in the script, like, hey, uh, uh, you misunderstood, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It was, um, yeah, there were it, so it many happens. situations where that comes yeah. down and that. Uh, Pancho says, do you remember whatever this <laughs> Afghanistan or, I or forget which. Bolivia or something yeah, like do that. You, and Arnold looks at him and says, I'm trying to forget. And then moves him forward and ignores <laughs> him. Pats him on the shoulder. Just not at all the. The energy he got from Poncho. He might as well have <laughs> kissed him on the forehead and tucked yeah. him in the way that he, he responded no, no, to that. No, no, don't worry. It'll be okay. I'm trying to forget <laughs> that nightmare. Not realizing the parallels between it and what we're currently dealing with. Exactly. Let's not talk about things that make me sad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
But yeah, there were there were just so many situations. Yeah, in which it wasn't his character not necessarily a great. Could have had so much more depth. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, I'm gonna tell you, I wish they wrote it different. I liked him in the role. I want him in that role. I don't want him answering those questions. I want other people figuring things out. Mac could have answered. Mac those was questions. very smart. He was second in command. He could have done that. Dylan was smart. He was. He acted dumb a lot. He was CIA. Because he was lying about shit. But at that point. Why is he the only one who can? I I like Arnold things. here. He's he's fun and it's he's the right character. Yes, the <laughs> maybe, character could have been. Maybe maybe they should have replaced Mac and Arnold with the roles that they had in the squad. Because I can definitely buy Arnold and and uh, Jesse Ventura being really really good friends. Oh. But Jesse Ventura being good friends with Mac is a little bit harder to 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 bite, especially because he's talking about Alabama ticks and oh, uh, throwing out some homophobic slurs and yeah. a few other things. But there as he said, there was that one night when they were out and killed everybody in the whole place and nobody thought anyone would survive and they both walked away without a scratch. I think there's a, that's how you form a bond. Bromance began. Yeah. It bloomed yeah. that day. I mean, it. I would say it could make sense if they directly saved each other's lives multiple times in that scenario, which is possible. Yeah. But I will also say that Blaine didn't actually say Mac was his friend. Mac said he was Blaine's friend. Blaine never said he was friends with Mac. Mac <laughs> after Blaine died, Mac said he was a uh, he was my friend. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. But after Ar- after know. Arnold said he was a good soldier, like okay, thanks, fuck you. He was a friend. Okay, seriously, Blaine was really. I mean, sorry, but not Blaine. Black Mac was really, Mac was really hurt. Arnold was, I think, kind of surprised. Yeah, by the fact that you can uh, tell by his eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Are you so are you saying that Mac should have been in charge? Yeah. I mean he did seem like the sanest one until he went crazy. He also <laughs> showed up in a suit when they got Yeah, that's off. true. He's he, he seems to be the most put together it? for the most part. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that Dutch had really good leadership skills. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> He, well, uh, he, he Dutch was written with really good leadership that's skills. That's a good point. Although I guess you could argue Mac was written that's to be true. a classy man. We're going in circles. We here. are going in circles. Sorry, but uh, but I I just thought it was really really cool the way that they had Dutch be this guy who is obviously portrayed as this alpha male especially in the beginning when he's mm-hmm. dealing with dylan and they're doing a handshake and it's like Ugh, it's an yeah. arm wrestle handshake and who's got the, the bigger bicep bicep clench i don't understand where all the <laughs> audio went from original yeah, i felt like i could hear their biceps more but hbo max did not share <laughs> they, they the did bicep not noise. share that uh, <laughs> at all so you see that kind of an, an attitude and a kind of a portrayal of that <laughs> that kind of mindset mm-hmm. and uh at every situation in which he asked one of his specialists mm-hmm. something regarding their specialty yeah. he deferred to them immediately yeah. 
Yeah, that was cool of him. I mean, we're used to micromanagers sometimes. That's true. <laughs> Maybe the military has no time for micromanaging. <laughs> I just thought it was a really cool situation because it's it kind of portrays that that respect built on mutual respect. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think that's a great way to lead. Yeah. And no, you're right. This isn't even technically military. This is their own squad. Unit. They're kind of mercenary sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, but I'm they're, sorry, they're a rescue squad. They're, rescues, they're not assassins. They're not assassins, but they will destroy an entire camp trying to find one hostage that might not be alive. Oh, my God. What happens to Anna at the end of this? She's essentially she's, evidence. Yeah, she's government property now. She's going in the... Uh, in that cargo or in the warehouse with the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, just putting her box in there. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. They're not letting her go. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I understand that she wanted to get out of the jungle. It was dangerous mm-hmm. in there. People were dying left and right. Yeah. But she American didn't want to go with the them. best idea. I mean, it's questionable yeah. decision making. I, I Especially hope... because freaking Dutch wasn't there, and yeah, <laughs> you're you're in danger at that point. Yeah, I was gonna say, why would she even go to the chopper? That's a good she question. Lives well, I mean, in Dutch did tell her. The jungle. Why wouldn't she just? She said, go "Get to the chopper, to... And you don't not do what Dutch tells you to do. Exactly. <laughs> you know what happens to people who don't do what Dutch tells them to do? They die. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. They all die. But in this situation, she probably did too. <laughs> no, I I 100% believe that. And we, right? we have discussed that in uh, the Predator 2 that they share that they don't even talk about it. You just see in the background there are screens of both Arnold and her being in, interrogated. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember all that. And they seem to be flailing and... Being treated like they're crazy. Oh, shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. There was a monster out there. <laughs> they may use some of that for the the Predator, but I can't remember. Oh, man. That would be pretty cool if they did. That was such a good movie, The Predator. Yeah. Ah, so good. <laughs> very good movie. I very much enjoy it. But I think that uh, we've, we've, we've gone down way too long a road with me. We need to get down... Looking down through that lens of B. Okay. Um, before we get into my uh, fan theory, I want to make sure that the entire world knows <laughs> of the fact that when the movie was originally under production, Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast as the Predator. He was supposed to be the guy in the suit fighting against Arnold. Um, unfortunately, they couldn't figure out how to get him to fight well in the suit when they put it together and on top of that Jean-Claude Damme kept complaining that you wouldn't be able to see his face oh my he god was becoming more and more upset with the fact that he wouldn't be actually seen as this character and since they already didn't like the design the original design looked like some kind of lizard thing I've seen <laughs> some uh I've seen some photos of it out on set, yeah, <laughs> it looks bad. Oh man! It like I thought it looked kind of like a bug thing. Um, it just is not not intimidating and not cool. 
So then, of course, they had Stan Winston come in, and they had six weeks to put something together, and here we are with this most iconic, Man, one yeah. of the most iconic alien z. <laughs> one of the most iconic. So I would agree. fucking cool too. I was I I know that we talked about this a little bit earlier, but yeah. I I thought it was so amazing that there were so many different recreations of this movie, mm-hmm. sequels of this movie, yeah. all of these different additions to this movie. Mm-hmm. Almost no change to the Predator yeah, design. Only evolution. But a very careful, like the xenomorph, also very well respected in in its genre, absolutely within its series. uh, This also has evolved appropriately for the species because they're hunters who value that kind of power and strength. Of course, they would evolve themselves for that. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I've always thought that it was really awesome that they. They maintained the design, and I've always mm-hmm. thought that those both of those designs mm-hmm. were incredible. Yeah. Was it, um, fuck, who's the dude that designed the xenomorphs? Oh, fuck. Oh, I, I cannot remember. remember his name. Fuck. Shoot. I was just saying, like, because they, in the movie The Predator, that's what they've been doing. That was still so true to the, the species. The same for, for even aliens, because they went backward, and they showed you how they got to where they were. H.R. Geiger? So, yeah, H.R. Geiger. <laughs> the, uh, the xenomorph designer. Yeah. Very little changes throughout the series. Maybe some color changes, a few different things mm-hmm. here and there to imply an evolution based on what it was born through. Mm-hmm. What did it uh, parasitize? <laughs> but Impacted what it came out as. That's really cool is that... They went the other direction. They showed you how the xenomorph got to be where, what it is now. They showed you the original versions, which is also just really cool. It, <laughs> it just shows how amazing and how much of an impact these creatures have on, on us and we, the stories that we love. And we want to see this develop over and over again. And there were such impactful and iconic designs that trying to change them just would have destroyed oh, any gosh. kind of attempt at a reboot of a series or an additional sequel or something like that. You have to maintain an authenticity, authenticity mm-hmm. with this type of fan base. Yeah. Well, even think about the Ninja Turtles series. They oh, kept man. changing how the turtles looked. Every time. Every time. It's like I liked them how they were. Put them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was all I, all I had. Is that it's. It it's was cool. Jean Claude Van Damme. He got the boot. Somebody else oh, well, got the yeah. job. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. <laughs> I can't believe he complained about nobody being able to see his face. I mean, he's he was an actor. Yeah. Can but... you imagine? But well, well, no, I guess I mean yeah, that's. Kind of comes with the gig. Totally he was probably nowadays, in the contract. But, but he was an action star. I think he was worried about looking like a team mascot or something. Oh, man. <laughs> if the suit was that bad, it probably did. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, when you when you think about it that way, if the suit looks bad, you're going to complain. What the... What in the... Yeah. Why, why am I not swearing? <laughs> so I want to get into my bizarro theory here. Okay. Um, consider... 
as we're watching this movie, the first person that we see the predator kill uh-huh. is an armed murderer chasing after an unarmed female prisoner. <laughs> yeah. He's seen yeah. this man murder. They've taken her prisoner. He's running with his gun. He just saved her life. You're wow. right. Wow, yeah. Yeah. He never attacked her. We don't even know if he would have if she had picked up that gun. Arnold just kicked it away from her. That's a good point. She never had an opportunity to actually hold a weapon. We don't know how he would have reacted. No. So then as you consider the other deaths moving forward, it's more like a diehard scenario. (laughs) He is picking these guys off one by one because they are hunting him. He considers them a threat. Well, I mean, he saw what he did to that camp. Yes. What they did to that camp. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. Consider it. Hawkins, he was saving someone. Blaine was looking around the jungle with a giant gun looking to fire at someone. Yeah. Almost fired on a skunk. (laughs) And this is when the predator attacks him. That also kind of parallels the uh, Prey movie where Mm -hmm. he was interrupting predators. Oh, wow. That is. That's interesting to consider. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) That falls in line Mm -hmm. surprisingly well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every time he was pointing that gun at that animal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was Blaine. Yeah. Mac. Next comes, uh, yeah, Mac. But it M- takes a while. <laughs> it does take a while, but Mac was hunting him and he was injured. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so Mac was going to murder him. And then so was Dylan. Dylan did the exact same thing. Coming at him and was actually already weapons. firing at the predator. Yeah. When before the off. predator shot his arm off. Yeah. What would you do if somebody's shooting at you? That's not cool. <laughs> you disarm them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll take credit for that one, B. <laughs> that was an on purpose pun. Oh, okay. I didn't hate it. <laughs> that was solid. That was pretty solid. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it. I forgot. I wrote wrote down all the deaths in order. (laughs) Oh, nice. So after Dylan dies, Billy's next. Billy's just standing there with a fucking knife cutting himself looking for a fight. And he dies off camera. We don't know if he fell. (laughs) (laughs) He just slipped. He was on a log over a waterfall. One slip. His scream lasted a lot longer (laughs) than it should have if we think about it. I I would agree. We've seen him. We've seen the predator disembowel people and they were a lot quieter than that. Well, I mean, Hawkins. Yeah. Straight up. Exactly. Just right out of the gate shows some extreme blood and disembowelment and no (laughs) screams. It was like a huh? And that was it. Yeah, yeah. That was all he got. <laughs> On his tombstone. What were his last words? Huh? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 
Oh, man. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. Billy was screaming for a while. Yeah. Maybe he accidentally mm-hmm. cut too deep and then, like, mm-hmm. slipped. <laughs> or Predator was swinging and he, he fell from that. Like, they were trying to fight, but were not, not successful. Predator swung in, landed on the log, and then, like, it rocked and Billy fell. <laughs> But it's like, yes. oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was just coming to find you guys. Oh, that's not going to be a good skull to get. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be shattered. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so after Billy is Poncho, and I'll admit, yes, at this point he is hunting them down because they've been trying to kill him. If he lets them regroup, he's dead. He's so, seen what happens when they regroup. Yes, so he kills Poncho. The girl runs away, and he obviously doesn't follow her. He goes after the other guy who's been mostly trying to murder him. I have a question. Yes, sir. Poncho. Yeah? Had been seriously injured, <laughs> not by the predator. He oh, had been wow. seriously injured by their traps. Yes. Was the predator trying to put Poncho out of his misery? <gasps> Wow. He got slammed by a giant log, likely multiple ribs broken, Mm -hmm. absolutely internal Mm -hmm. damage. He's probably bleeding internally. The bruise on his chest would indicate that. Oh, God. But he can make it. I can make it. I'm going to endanger everyone else because I can make it because that's what we're all about. I want to (laughs) survive. Don't leave me behind, guys. (laughs) That's, That's... (laughs) <laughs> he did the manly version of Don't Leave Me Behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote. But yeah, the predator was helping Poncho. Yeah. He was, I he was see in it pain. Now. There was I, no I way he was going to make now. it out of that jungle. No. And, uh, you know, Mm-mm. I mean. It's, it's a shame. It is. It you is hate a to see it. It's shame. You hate to see it. But uh, sometimes you do. <laughs> Sometimes it's just there. It's just there. It's just there. You can't look away. <laughs> Although I see my clock and shows up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so after Poncho, yeah. Arnold escapes and Predator is now looking for him for four hours. Okay, this is where four hours is feasible. Because we're from the predator side of you now. Okay. Why would you wait two weeks to hunt somebody in the jungle? <laughs> At this point, That's... Arnold is still looking for the right vines. <laughs> the predator shows up behind him, blasts him. Now he's done killing everybody. Ho, right. ho, ho. Because <laughs> he's got to slather himself with mud every 35 minutes to stay invisible. So he's worked for a total of two hours mm-hmm. over the course of this four hours, <laughs> having to slather himself in mud take some time. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a bit. A bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where two weeks or that's where four hours makes sense. That he he finds from something. From the point yeah. of view, I agree. Yes, I agree. I've been trying to think of how. In any way, Arnold's character could have done that in four hours. 
<laughs> we're back to the two week uh, I, I time. Mean, we were just talking about it with uh, yeah. you know from the predator's yeah. point of view, but from mm-hmm. Arnold's point of view, is it even remotely possible to set no. any of that up? And I was trying to think. Okay, maybe he has workflows. There are workflows <laughs> that he knows to, you know. There's no R and D. These are things that you set up. These are these are essentials, mm-hmm. and. Okay, we're going to go through this process. This is the fastest way that we've found based on whatever parameters. And it's a workflow, 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 <laughs> workflow. And, but then I ask, how do you make a workflow to source materials <laughs> when you're in a jungle? <laughs> so then your workflow is fucked because the first thing yeah. you have to do is source materials. And you spent. That's Eight and a half hours, hours just <laughs> sourcing materials, getting bedding. <laughs> you've, yeah. you've given up on everything, and you're you're trying to cut some sticks. Yeah, make them sharp. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> but it's it's one of those those things that I, I was trying to think of anything that he could have prefabricated anything would have been the only way to pull that off in four hours. I'm almost wondering now, just from you saying that, is there a manual? For what to do when you're being hunted by a big game hunter from when he was in the military. Is that what this is suggesting? Because he knows exactly what to do and can do it so efficiently because they're all trained just in case they end up somewhere and they're on the menu. Because they're rescue operations. They're rescue operations. I I mean, there are those rich estates that would hunt people sometimes and... Would that handbook explain the reason why when uh, Dutch was going to wait for the predator after he did his predator call by the fire? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that the, the predator ended up right behind him. So saying they both have the manual. They both have the manual. <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could have gotten it from any of the guys he's killed so far. Let's be serious. <laughs> Where's it going to be? There. That's what he spent four hours doing was reading the reading manual. Reading the manual. Yep. Memorizing it. Oh, oh, here's yep. what to do if a big game hunter's coming after you. Good to know. <laughs> okay, I need to watch out for traps, <laughs> large leaves covering oddly shaped branches. Yep, yep. Keep my eyes peeled. I, mean, I need to take my helmet off. This is natural stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where we ended up. I can further solidify this theory of mine by working backward toward the beginning of the movie and acknowledging the dead bodies. And if we look at all of the people who died off camera or before we get into the scene, Uh none of those can actually be attributed to the predator. So the absence of... uh, (laughs) Of skin? Well, no, I was going to say... We have no proof of mm. uh, the murder weapon. There's no no way for us to do uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> fingerprint trace analysis or if you, any of that stuff. Uh, the three guys who were skinned and hung upside down, mm-hmm. why they still have their skulls? That's a good question. We talked about it before as it's if they weren't good enough meat. trophies, but here, somebody else could have done that. There could be some six sons of bitches out there. I mean, we are talking about guerrilla warfare. Maybe it, Shit gets weird. Maybe it was from uh, House Bolton trying Reek. to send a message. Reek. I think it's important to note that no deaths before Hawkins can actually be tied to my client. 
<laughs> and it can be argued that Hawkins appeared to be attempting to harm yes. an unarmed person. He had grabbed her and was holding his gun up toward her head, not pointing it at her, but it was near. You yeah. know, it was it uh, was if, very let's, easily. Let's check the tape, okay? Let's. <laughs> let's it could have very easily been pointed at her. Absolutely. And it, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. I mean, just a clumsy person. That, I mean, if you're clumsy. Absolutely. Yeah. And they've been tripping. Yeah. <laughs> they've been tripping when she was running. He fell down a couple yeah. times. She mm-hmm. fell down. Yeah. Statistically speaking, it was going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there's that. I do want to acknowledge, yes, of course he collects skulls. Yeah. Uh, skulls and spines sometimes. I don't think that it's too far out there to consider that he would need those as forensic evidence for when he went home. He's, I'm sure, got footage, and he'll show the skulls, and they can scan them and say, okay, this person was coming after you. All right, that's, your, your conscience is clear now. There's like a bit of religion in there somehow. <laughs> Returning the skulls of the slain to be tested by the father. Why was it a pious slaying? So I think that that is a possibility as a way to to explain all of the skulls my client has, Your Honor. <laughs> I was just going to think <laughs> that there's the, uh, the possibility that these skulls could be taken to be used as warning signs. Mm. Um, Maybe he's got an Etsy business where he makes warning signs for people. And he <laughs> was that you interjecting? <laughs> More like totems hanging inside the woods oh, to scare okay. people away. Active yeah, warning that's signs. fair. Don't be killing over here. I'll kill mm-hmm. you. You know. Yeah, we don't. Situation. Again, we don't know how long he's gonna be there. That's also another thing. He doesn't speak the language. How is he mm-hmm. supposed to know that Hawkins was sitting there saying, "Please, <laughs> please stop, please <laughs> stop rubbing from us, please." That's true. If all he had to go on was body language, it didn't look good. It didn't. And he no. didn't see Hawkins' face, the pleading eyes and no, all that other no. stuff. He just saw him from the back. Mm-hmm. That was a power stance. <laughs> holding that gun, holding her. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, it was rough. Yeah. He made a call. He, he made a judgment call. It was a judgment call. And he saved that woman's life more than once from those men. <laughs> he did. And he got hurt yeah. more than once he as did. well. He did. Um... I, I did want to make it a note. You mentioned that they don't that he doesn't speak the language. Yes. Uh, it's interesting because he was trying to mimic Billy's laugh and he's constantly recording what they're saying and playing it over and over again. Like he's got some, you know, trying to be the language app in his... <laughs> like he's got some uh, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I don't analyze... <laughs> uh, all right, now play me some podcasts so I can learn like, the language. Where is the shoe store? Where is the, sh- where is the shoe store? <laughs> it's my aunt's pen. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, maybe he does want to acclimate. Maybe he got dumped here. Maybe he his oh, family man. has issues. We don't know. All we know is that we saw her, we saw him save a woman and then try to save his own life. Yep, yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, and save a possible marsupial. <laughs> Wasn't certain what that animal was. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was like a, a warthog or a pig or whatever. Oh, no, I was talking about the what? one that Blaine was pointing his gun at that came out of the oh, woods. Oh, that was, um, oh, I read the name of it. It's something Mexican skunk. Like, the oh. first word of it has something to do with, like, the how the hair looks. Okay. It looked crazy. Yeah, and he was saving it's. He was saving the skunk's life. He was saving the skunk's life. Yeah, wow, that was, that was the second death, and it just spiraled from there. Yeah, everything else was self defense Mm -hmm. after that. He had Mac and Dylan coming at him with guns. Um. So then, at the end, when he uses, you know, the nuclear weapon, that's his way of saying you are a fucked planet. All I've done is try to save people, and you murdered. Hundreds, (laughs) Hundreds, <laughs> hun- like, and that's just An entire camp. around me. <laughs> I was like, and I just yeah. landed in some random place, and this is what's happening in this jungle. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. remote place, all you guys are doing is killing each other. There's next to nobody here except in these mm-hmm. small concentrations, <laughs> and you're just murdering each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I just landed here random. Yeah. I just landed here. You know, you just pick a spot and you drop there, <laughs> kind of assess the situation. Thought I'd have some fun, see what's going on. Turns out it's all murder. All murder. All murder. And it also makes sense that because we're watching the other side of it, that Dutch would say we're a rescue team, not assassins. Because that's what the bad guys would say that they had said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. People who write the history would say. I mean, they showed us very much so that they're well-trained assassins. Oh, God, yeah. They spent... What, 10 minutes on that show? <laughs> we right. saw them murder everybody, even the chefs. It, it was insane. <laughs> the laborers, <laughs> yeah. all of it. I, I wouldn't doubt that some animals got taken out in that situation. They, they Absol- were yeah, they, reckless uh... abandon, wanton use of force. <laughs> it wasn't enough that we saw them come in with explosions and, and shoot people, but we got, honestly, like 84 different angles and... Characters being blown. <laughs> being into, blown, huh? <laughs> into the air. <laughs> you picked a real bad time to pause me. <laughs> Story of my life. Some might call it gratuitous. I mean, <laughs> not to say I didn't enjoy it, but don't call yourselves a rescue team yeah. when you don't beeline to the rescue. You make a point to just murder everyone, no matter what. You know what the best plan is in this situation? Go in hot. Totally nice. <laughs> Save everybody. <laughs> Save everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed I missed that in the moment you said it. <laughs> so that is, uh, those are my closing arguments. I think that you, you really have something there, B. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really could be argued. And uh, it after those arguments, I don't think I could come to a decision without a reasonable doubt. You've raised reasonable doubt. Ooh, wow. In this situation for predators. Um, Good. Excellent. Predators' uh, mm-hmm. intentions in this situation. And uh, considering the intensity at which Dutch and his team went into that camp. Mm-hmm. One would assume their life was at risk being around these people. 
I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) But as we said, they murdered everyone. People who didn't need to be murdered. Murdered. That's, I guess, the easiest way of saying it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, it was... uh, Yeah. You you you're onto something here. I think it's a it's a fun theory. I'd like to see uh, where it goes as we watch the sequels, because we're one hundred percent watching the sequels, <laughs> even if we have to start with Predator Two. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Which we should. We should. Got to do it in order. We should. Yeah. Now it's time for bees and my bonnet. These are the thoughts that I have that I cannot get rid of, uh, that bounce around in my head, and I just need to get them out. So. We're going to hear. While they're murdering everyone in the camp, uh-huh. he throws that machete and says, stick, stick around. around. Uh, yes, exactly. Like that. One, uh, Arnold improvised that. <laughs> <laughs> A <laughs> career on puns and muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Proven right once again. 1987. I don't know how many. I mean, the only other movies I think that he's been in at this point were like Conan or... Commando. Commando. And and Conan. And Conan again. And I don't think he had very many lines in Conan, either of them. (laughs) And I don't think I've actually seen Commando. But I doubt there were a lot of lines in that movie. (laughs) They kidnapped his daughter. He he had to go get her. (laughs) But I bet he had to stay quiet while he was doing it, didn't he? What I was getting at was... (laughs) It seemed like from that point on, every movie he was in was puns. There was these one-liner puns that come out in everything. You look at True Lies, fucking yeah. every goddamn but movie. But he's not the only one. Puns and muscles, though, that combination. I mean, he could have started the magazine, let's be honest. Yeah. If somebody were going to start a magazine called Puns and Muscles, it would be Arnold. <laughs> Everybody would look to him. <laughs> What they don't want you to know about building a career on puns and muscles. <laughs> the best puns for grenades. Oh, God. <laughs> if you're playing a character who uses a weapon with ice. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back to, the, back to the bee in my bonnet. Yeah. He knocks that guy into the wall, says, stick around, and if you look at the guy's face, which I don't normally do, <laughs> he is horrified, and he also doesn't seem to be dying immediately. <laughs> and I know that some movies and some TV shows say, okay, some muscle stab wounds are immediate death, some are recoverable. If you watch Scream, it really doesn't matter where you get <laughs> yeah. stabbed, unless it... they want it to. It matters who you are as a character, and if they want you to continue. Yes. Um, So, yeah, pretty much uh, your odds of getting stabbed depend on what happens with your contract negotiation. But if you're Jenna Ortega, you get stabbed a lot. Yeah, like so much. So much. Jeez. Like, give the girl a break. Let her freaking heal, man. Both sides. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it felt like. So I want to consider the fact that this guy hung out there. He's just standing on a box. Yeah. Uh, stuck to a post, looking and down. And he can't wiggle it out. Every time he touches, ooh, ooh, <laughs> just Paul, Paul exactly. Rubin. Exactly. Ooh. Ah, well, yeah. I was thinking of Paul Rubin when he dies in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, just, that is ooh, amazing. He starts kicking the wall a little bit. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think it, it's something, something like that. 
Did you think anybody put him out of his misery? They let him just hang there? Oh, man. The predator was probably like... hung back and watched everyone die around him. (laughs) You hung back, huh? (laughs) Oh, no. I tried to take it, B. I tried. God. Accidental puns. They're no fun. Oh, no. (laughs) Rhyme. Motherfuck. Anyway. But I don't think anybody did, B. I don't think anybody did. Uh, <laughs> the way everything went down in that situation, I'm pretty sure everybody was really just thinking about number one. Yeah. Not, oh, the suffering that of tracks. others. <laughs> yeah, no. No, because they ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> they got time to duck, though. They do. Fortunately <laughs> for them. Oh, man. Um. So that's one of them. Uh, I want to talk about Poncho for yeah. a second here. First, uh, he's a shit tracker because he went to go see if they hit anything when they sprayed the whole jungle. Yeah. I know exactly where you're going. How did he miss the glow-in-the-dark green... Blood that was all yeah. over that leaf that the lady... Yeah. ...that Anna found. It but... was glowing. It, it's <laughs> Nick Swartzen. If something were glowing... <laughs> Could you... you tell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How familiar are you with the elf? <laughs> Seriously, you go looking through all of that. Okay, maybe you're looking for something red, but don't you think glowing green goo would get your attention? I mean, even against the background of the leaf, it stood out. Yeah. I. Right? It, <laughs> it was, really stood it out. It was right And there. Anna found it. Anna found it. She is not a trained professional in this situation, at least not that they represented. No. She hasn't caught anything she wasn't looking at. <laughs> That's how, how else you, are we supposed to know that she's good at what you she does? Prove somebody's a trained professional. <laughs> yep, you're right. We already established that 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 is the metric. It's the metric that they've given us to judge everything, and she. Yeah, she. She is a layman when it yeah, comes to these kinds of situations. She found it. A small gun, and she got knocked out real quick. She snuck up behind somebody that had literally murdered several people she knew. And was just meek about it. She got close enough for him to hit her when she had a gun. That is a that is a ranged can, weapon. Can we also talk about <laughs> the gun was pointed directly at his head. He turned around, made eye contact, <laughs> jumped forward, then hit her. <laughs> Throughout all of that, she couldn't mm-hmm. pull the trigger. No. This tells us she is not a combatant. No. <laughs> Unlikely tracker. Unlikely any of that stuff. Also, why did they send Poncho? Wasn't Billy still alive at this point? <laughs> right? Maybe Billy just no, went the wrong a, direction. That's a good point. Billy was starting to get a little freaked out, but he hadn't put... Yeah, he'd already heard something in the forest laughing like him. Yeah. So I mean, that's creepy. He was creeped out. And around then, he was saying he could see something, but uh, maybe nothing's there. But Oh, man. There's some bent light in that direction. It's weird. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Oh, well. The thing that nobody ever takes into account when it comes to that kind of active camouflage that mm-hmm. is literally bending light to yes. uh, make you invisible, mm-hmm. you can't see either. 
<laughs> because the light that is getting bent around you never comes back to your eye. So you don't get to see anything oh. that's in front of you. You're don't blind. Don't they have little mini cameras? <laughs> Maybe he's got a heads up display somewhere, like but how, how do we lens. not see that? <laughs> I wanted to, to point out that, that Poncho is not great at his job. No, not at all. How does he get into this elite group? Uh, incidentally, he was in Vietnam in real life. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? But keep that in mind when I bring up my next point. Uh, Poncho's a bit extreme. <laughs> he makes it to a 10 by the time Hawkins dies. <laughs> he didn't follow Blaine's rules. You lose it out uh, here, you're in yeah. a world of hurt, and he lost it faster than that. He did. He lost it immediately. And, you know, <laughs> he's... longest? That is weird. <laughs> but he's all to Billy, you ain't afraid of no man. Just gritting his <laughs> Just teeth, man. Talking Calm through his teeth. down. Yeah. I didn't think that was really extreme. But then he makes it to an 11 by the time he gets hit by that log. <laughs> I could make it. I could make it. Found that uh, interesting. I I would agree with you. I think that it's uh, <laughs> it is a very interesting situation. <laughs> so the last bee in my bonnet is about Billy. Yeah. When he's waiting to be knocked off the log by the predator. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. he's waiting there. He cuts his chest. What? It didn't make any sense I to me. I hate when they do that. And, and you and I know both freak out in movies when they slice into their hands. <laughs> There's a lot of tendons under blood. there. You're, you are not helping yourself. You're all in bad situations. you got to fight for your life, and that's where you're going to cut yourself. You're also going to cut your dominant hand? Why are you going to cut your dominant hand? These are just the, the worst ideas. The worst and you're going to cut across your chest? What is that going to do except make things more difficult? <laughs> Try to throw that haymaker you need. It's going to yeah. hurt real bad. I mean, you, you cut, into, cut your, into the muscle. Your abs and shit and your, your chest. And who knows what else he was cutting after the camera panned away. It's like, I understand he's tough, but he's, I mean. Like, well, I don't have the, you know, markings to look all cool against him. Like, or mud, like Arnold, you know. <laughs> Camo makeup was mostly washed off at that point. Yeah. God. <laughs> But yeah, I think that was just just silly. Is that? I mean, I almost said, was it a risking your life versus throwing it away? But I mean, they I mean, were in a situation both. where he, he did both. Okay, let's be fair. But I think it was a, a control thing for Billy. He knew he was gonna die. He wanted to choose when it happened. Is that why he did it on the log so he could hopefully fall and not have to deal with it? Maybe. Because you that really seems hope like the predator a, would land on the log and it would just knock him off. If you think that you fighting this predator could give your your friends, your 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 colleagues, your colleagues, the slightest bit of a chance for survival, wouldn't you try to actually put in the effort and do it well? <laughs> I don't think that you're gonna throw the predator off by standing on a log after you cut your own chest. Yeah. Just not, just not smart. Just I not mean, a great plan. generally Billy's smart, but come on. Maybe he had just given up hope at that Billy. point. You know, everything had happened. He had been so freaked out. He lost his uh, the perception he had with his team because he was afraid of something. And uh, oh yeah, you know, I mean, it's just that maybe he he had lost somebody. He had lost himself in this situation and was just done. He did say earlier on that. They were all going to die, yeah. and he didn't seem upset. 
Right. So he kind of just was like, oh, this is my turn. Maybe it's because of Bolivia. <laughs> he's, he's trying to forget Bolivia. Come on. Come on. Poncho won't let him. <laughs> yeah, I really am wondering why they weren't like, Poncho, here. Let's leave you with this gun and a couple grenades. Seriously. This is not... We'll send back help. <laughs> Just but stay no, alive for now. We had to see that they were good guys. <laughs> Gotta help Poncho out. Like, IRL, they'd be like two people on lookout and somebody like taking him out. Like, this is... <laughs> no. <laughs> and a mercenary team? Come on. They bleed him. Quiet like. <laughs> Leave him in the jungle. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly <laughs> what is going on here. So we give these Kifi bowl ratings to gauge how many Kifi bowls it would take to get through all the conversations possible. This is uh, more than likely a four Kifi bowl yeah. type of movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you can get into. You reach a bottom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a point where you uh, you run out of stuff. Uh, but uh, but I think it it says a lot that it was able to spawn so many sequels. Very special made. franchise. <laughs> this is a special franchise yeah. to me. Yeah. So, definitely a forky people rating. Definitely earned it. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another episode of Kiefer I Barely Newer. And as always, if you feel we deserve it, please feel free to give us a like, a subscribe, leave a comment. You can find us on Instagram at Kiefer, I-B-K-H, or check out our website at KieferIBKH.com. And as always, we have to give credit for the music to Mr. Kevin McLeod. 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 Keep an eye out for future episodes on Tuesdays. And as always, we hope you come back and join us to see where the story takes us. 